Alright all you insomniatic TV channel surfers out there tonight Welcome back to the Tuesday Night Special And now it's time for us to go into yet another insomniatic fighting team edition of the S scene on TV And the show we have up on the plate for this week is none other than Kirby right back at ya See, Carl and the Maestro, that's the reason why in the world I mention a pink boomerang Because, you know, right back at you, like a boomerang is, is the best hint I could give All right, before you start laughing, that's the best hint I could give But I'm giving away the whole thing, all right? <laughs> well, besides my poor hints, according to Carl and the Maestro The meat and potatoes of this said show would feature the young star warrior Kirby wake up 200 years prior to his schedule only to land and crash land into the small town of Cappy Town better known as Poopoo Village in the Japanese version of this said show who was designed to fight monsters and overthrow the dreaded nightmare that was somehow caused by King DDD and his jealousy and with those meat and potatoes out of the way folks what did I love about this said show? Well, first of all, the fact that they made a show for Kirby. And Kirby being one of my favorite fighters of the said Smash Brothers series, and not to mention after getting a chance to play a couple of the Kirby games, definitely became one of my favorite characters for a long time. Another thing that I loved about this said show would be the different powers that Kirby would get a chance to get after inhaling certain other people that was featured during the show and to this day I would have to say my favorite would have to be fighter Kirby but before we go any further into that folks another thing that I loved about this show was the people featured during it and first up folks we have none other than Eric Stewart who would not only be featured as Seto Kaiba in the English version for not only 55 episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! but would also be featured during the Yu-Gi-Oh! film of The Dark Side of the Dimension. And also was James Brock and the Pokédex a part of 418 episodes of Pokémon and was also featured during the Pokémon first movie and other Pokémon films just to get out of the way. Next up, you would also see Dan Green, who would not only be Yu-Gi-Oh! a part of the said Yu-Gi-Oh! series for 223 episodes, but would also play as Knuckles in Sonic X as well as Elmer, but would also be Professor Spencer Hale and Entei, a part of the Pokemon 3 the movie, The Spell of Unknown. Yikes! <laughs> Then next up, folks, you would have none other than Kevin Kolak, who would not only be Teddy Cleland, or Cleland, a part of the film of Blue Ruin, but would also be the cop in the diner in the movie The Family. Even Rick O'Neill and Wymere, or Wamaya? We'll go with the second one just in case. And also was none other than Tony Falsetto, as well as Cousin Senior and AC Falsetto, and the Falsettos. Next on that list, you have none other than Mike Pollock, who would not only play as a 
Mr. Baby Zookeeper and additional voices in A Cat in Paris, but was also Dr. Eggman in Tales Tube, even Airshoe commercial narrator in Project Shadow, Eggman, and Sonic Dream Team, and also was none other, and according to Carl and the Maestro, Twisted Bread and Brown Ballet in Bread Barbershop for 24 episodes. Not bad. Next up on the list, you have none other than Andrew Reynolds, who would not only play Darren in A Simple Favor, even play Trent Oliver in The Prom, Manny in The Bachelorette, Cameron in The Intern, and was even none other than William and Council Member Number One in Invincible. Bad. Next up on that list, you have none other than Darren Dustin. Or Dunstan? We'll go with the second one just in case, who was not only an additional crew member for 155 episodes of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and the one in the 2000s, not the one in the 80s, but was also none other than Boko, Mr. Tanaka, and also the director of Central Intelligence for 70 episodes of Sonic X. Then was also featured in the 2009 film of Turtles Forever and was an additional crew member for nine episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! Next up on the list, you have none other than Amy Burnbarn. Our Burnbarn? We'll go with the second one just in case, who was not only a tea gardener in the said series or the movie of Yu-Gi-Oh! The Dark Side of Dimensions, but was also Nisha in Pokemon the first movie, and even Melody for Pokemon the movie 2000, and was also featured in Pokemon 3 the movie as Molly Hale. Wow, it's in a lot of Pokemon films, and Yu-Gi-Oh! according to Call and Maestro too. Next up, you have none other than Terra Sands was not only featured in Digital Adventure Tribe Part 1 Reunion as Kiri Kamiya, but also was a TV news reporter for it as well too, and was also a part of Pokemon the first movie as Bulbasaur and Bulbasaur 2, even featured as Sammy, Sneasel, and Ferret, amongst others, and Pokemon Forever Celebi and was also Makuba Kaiba, a part of the Yu-Gi-Oh! series as well, too. Next up on the plate, you have none other than Lisa Ortiz, who would not only be a part of the said series of Pokemon for 361 episodes since the very beginning, yikes, as not only additional voices, Ashwat and Vengefinder. Then was also featured as Amy Rose and the maids in the video game of Sonic the Hedgehog that was released in 2006. And besides that weird way to say a year, she was also featured as Musa, Icy, and Digit, a part of 79 episodes of the Winx Club, and was also featured in 104 episodes of the Slayers as Lena Inverse, Candy Store Woman, amongst others. <laughs> then you have none other than Ted Lewis, who was not only Giovanni 
Cory and a male scientist featured in Pokemon the first movie, but was also Escargon and King Dedede himself in a hundred episodes of Kirby right back at ya. And was also the president in Sonic X for 43 episodes. Not bad. Not bad at all. <laughs> and with all those people listed, one of my favorite episodes featured during this show, and definitely a silly one, and more or less one of my favorite episodes in Japanese, would have to be the episode where Kirby, who would actually get the Wadadis to stay alongside with Kirby, and the way they would celebrate is by doing the Kirby dance, and would feature the classic Kirby dance music in the background as Kirby would join in for the dance to celebrate. But unfortunately, in the kids' 4TV version would not feature that song, which is pretty sad. Really is. But another one of my favorite episodes, folks, would have to be the episode where it would feature Kirby turning into Song Kirby and actually finally getting captured by the NME, but destroying everything around them to the point where they just sent them back because he was so, I guess, great or bad at singing. <laughs> Which is always funny to me. That's almost the same thing as, well, as, <laughs> as Wiley e. Coyote catching the Roadrunner finally and then just getting rid of him because he squawked a little bit too loud or meeped a little bit too loud. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. <laughs> and with this show officially kicking off in 2001 on October 6th, my brother's birthday, by the way, but unfortunately coming to an end, Unfortunately, almost two weeks shy of three years, or two years according to Carl and the Maestro, coming to an end as of September 27th of 2003, having well over a hundred episodes and two seasons for those hundred episodes. And seeing the fact that we don't know how to review shows along the lines of TV Guide or any of those other famous TV reviewers that you know of out there. We say this. If you guys want to go ahead and watch a six-inch-high pink warrior try to save a society 200 years prior to his initial launch to have fun and games with his own enemies despite them hating him so much, then I recommend you go out there, pick up your TV channel remotes, and watch that show. And trust me, you will definitely love the first episode to see that little pink guy go and be as adorable as he possibly can according to Colin Maestro. <laughs> and I guess with that said folks, we might as well head back to the music once again. And when we return, we'll be back with more Streetlight Delight than you can shake a streetlight at as the Tuesday night special rolls on right after this. So don't go watching reruns of Seinfeld just yet folks. And stay tuned. 